All right. Welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have both brothers in arms. We have Connor. We have Avery. How are we doing, boys? Doing pretty good. It's been a rough couple weeks, but, you know, we're, we're here and we're living. Hey, we getting through it. I'm having a good week, honestly. I, I bet just, you. <laughs> since bet last you Wednesday, are. been two concerts. Have a good, good time. So, all right. Let me ask you this. And I've, I've probably asked you this. It's okay. You get the pick, and this is our lead off. You get the pick of any sporting event that is not playoff related. What, where would you go? What sporting event? And in a perfect world, who would you see? So for you, would it be Steelers at or Steelers versus Ravens at Steelers? I'd probably go to Big Ben's last game. Okay, mm. which I am. Do you going think to. that Big <laughs> Ben? Do you think that Big Ben will like? Have like a last tour, like a, a last dance type thing, or think, do you think he'll just like retire, like kind of what Drew did, of like just right after the season, be like, "Yep, I'm hanging it up." I think this season is a let's see how he does. If not, I'm done. If he does okay, maybe I come back. Yeah, but if this is his last season, I think this is like last hoorah. Nobody likes him, so it's not really going to be a last dance. No one appreciates him. Fair. Just being yeah, screw honest. that guy. I'm just being honest. Like a lot of people hate him, and like he's really within the Steelers community, or no, it, just as any, a whole, everyone outside of the Steelers community. Like they don't realize how great he was. I'm biased, I know, but like I still, he's top ten yards, touchdowns, and everything, and that's two Super Bowl wins. So yeah, sure. I think he's an un first ballot Hall of Famer. That's just me. No, I think I would agree with that. He, could, I think, he deserves it. Yeah, I think he's definitely first ballot for sure. I wouldn't put him in – I don't know whether I would put him in top ten. He's like right under like Peyton and Drew and them for me. Really? In the modern above, – Above Elway? Above I mean like he's Montana? passing their statistics, and if you grade them on championships, they would be ahead. But I'm talking about like statistically he's been better. You know who doesn't get enough love? <clears throat> Philip Rivers. Fran Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton, until Dan Marino passed his record, and I'm actually dead serious when I say this. Yeah. Um, Dan Tar- Dan Tarkenton, um, is it Dan or Fran? It's one of them. It rhymes with Ann. Just mumble the Lisa beginning, Ann? like oh, Ann. Um, Mr. Tarkenton. <laughs> Mr. Tarkenton. Um, he like was like heads and shoulders above like the rest of the league in term of like yards. Um, and like Joe Montana, he played in like the the. 70s and 80s and Joe Montana like never even came close to his record he had the record until Dan Marino broke it and then eventually Brett Favre and I think that I think Peyton has it now yeah I know for total for total yards total yards I think Drew has it oh Drew has it you're right I will say I know you this is your icebreaker question but since we're talking about quarterbacks I think Dan Marino would absolutely destroy this day's NFL you think so with all the rules that like help offenses and defenses can't even really play defense anymore, I think Dan Reno would destroy this league. If you put him on a team that has a good offense or, like, good – at least a good piece around him, because I think that that was the big thing about Dan Marino and why he wasn't that good is because he never had, like, pieces around him to yeah. actually supplement. And, like – And he still put up those numbers. He, he put – it's kind of like – and I know that Deshaun's, like – not really in the NFL, but like you think about Deshaun last year. Last I mean, year. Deshaun went for like forty six hundred yards, and his number one receiver was Brandon Cooks, who like wasn't even that great. You had Will Fuller, who got suspended for half the year, so like hurt. he yeah got hurt. Like he really was virtually throwing to pretty much nobody. So I think it's always interesting to see those guys who like excel even though they like don't have any supplies that they need in order to succeed it's kind of like Aaron Rodgers before he got Devontae yeah pretty well I think that like um what's the guy's name um well Randall Cobb you had Jordy Nelson before I'm slow I mean Jordy was pretty nice with it he was really good Donald Driver yeah, it's Greg Jennings. Never mind. That was a stupid I mean, comparison. I mean, I don't think that, like, if we're looking at the athleticism and the, the pass-catching ability, wide receiver ability of Devontae Adams versus Greg Jennings or Donald Driver, I think that it's heads and bounds above. Like, Donald Driver and 
Greg Jennings were great in their own right, but they were definitely not. I would say I personally wouldn't put them top 10 in a given season for wide receivers, whereas like Devontae, year in, year out, if he's not, it's kind of like a Julio or like a D-hop situation where if he's not number one, he's top three. So um, I think I think that Aaron Rodgers is, those are, it's always a weird kind of like thing because the only thing that I, the only modern person that I could think of comparing Dan Marino to is Deshaun um, after D hop, obviously. Um, But so I I got to him. I heard his last, last game um, Ben's last game, but you get any sporting event and you know what? And you can change your answer. I, since we're going hypotheticals here, well, you can go. You can go playoffs. I was going to say I've already been to Steelers Ravens. I was at the AB extension game. The AB extension game where he was on the one yard line and threw his hand over. Don't know if I remember that game to win the division against Baltimore. I was at that game. Okay, cool. That's actually dope. Um, I bet it was wild. It was crazy and cold. If I had to go one pass game, like if I could go like into the past and watch a game live, is that possible? Sure. We're making up the rules as we go here. I would have to say when we beat the Rams to go to the Super Bowl. The ex- Where Steve Smith got like the, the – ex- uh, Like double overtime, yeah. X-Clown. If I had to choose a modern game, uh, the Cowboys one was a close second during the Thanksgiving where like Luke Keekley had like two interceptions like back-to-back. Yeah. It was like amazing. Um, but I would have to say a modern game – I would have to say something like Tom Brady's last game versus like Patrick Mahomes in a complete shootout would be like, because for me, that sounds like really weird, but I've grown up watching him play because my grandpa and all that and my other family members. So, I mean, I don't think there's ever going to be a Panthers game unless you're like Panthers in the Super Bowl that I would pick over seeing like arguably one of the greatest players of all times like last game. Yeah. I think that'd be unique. Um, I definitely pass on it. Screw Tom Brady. Heard thing that's like a thing of history for me. Like the Panthers are, are are awesome. They're my favorite team, and um, I'm happy with them so far this year. But um, they haven't been around long enough for me to have like yeah, Steve Smith, Luke Keekley, Cam Newton are like the big three. I would say of like Panther players, but seeing seeing like that last game would probably be pretty interesting because like that that's going to be someone who's going to have like us like a 20 minute long. Like, the NFL is going to pull out every stop for him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if we're going past, I actually think that seeing – and this is a hot take here because this is a regular season game. But if we're going past, I want to see the Chiefs versus Rams on Monday Night yeah, Football. The 55 When it 54. was like 55-54. There was like 100 points between the two teams. In Mexico, right? Yeah. Well, no, it was supposed to be in Mexico. And then they had to cancel it, and they had to do it in Oakland for the Raiders. Okay. Um, so, but that one was wild. I remember watching that game live. Um, if I'm going present, I think that – I would really want to see the Oakland, the new Oakland Stadium. Um, I think that the Oakland Stadium's like state of the art, like one of the nicest stadiums you've ever seen. The new Raiders, like in Vegas. Oh, I'm sorry, not the not the Oakland, the but LA. the the Raiders I was in about to say, Vegas. Are they in yeah, Vegas till their Oakland stadiums built. I was really confused. Yeah, no, I get that. Vegas um, just be building stadiums just for just for temporary homes. So speaking of Oakland, how's your A's doing? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. So, for anybody who remembers last week, Connor said that this is our time and we're yeah. going to come back. Um, for anybody who's wondering, that did not happen. Um, and they've lost three straight. And now they are nine games back um, of Houston. And they are – That's tough. And they are three and a half games back from that second wild card spot. Three and a half games is still doable. But yeah. I think we're – you're slowly running out of time there, Big Chief, because you got uh, – there's only two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And for the Cubs, at least, there's only ten games left. We can still do it. It's not impossible. So, to give you a little bit of a heads up as to what the – as the wild card, it keeps on – keeps on. Um <laughs> 
keeps on keeping on. Let's keeps go, baby. on keeping on. Um, we still got Milwaukee that's clinched. They have clinched their playoff ticket. They did that last um, night, right? They did that two nights ago, I think. It could have been last night. I have been mentally exhausted. I feel um, you. Okay. So, Atlanta is still three games above Philly. Um, but last – Last week they were like five games up above Philly, and now they're only three. So that that could be something know, to watch. Bryce Harper had a really good game like two nights ago. Dude, Bryce Harper. No, that's what I want to talk about. I'm sorry. I, I know we'll get back to the wild card chase in a second. Oh, he should be MVP. He's going to be MVP. He's going to be the NL MVP. But I was telling Connor about this the other day. I think that there's somebody in MLB who is not getting enough love. Uh, enough love. Enough love. Nationally, and I think that's Salvador Perez. Yeah, Salvador Perez is leading the league in RBI. He's leading the league in RBI, and he is, I think, tied with Vladdy for the most home runs in a season right now. And right now, has the most home runs all time by a catcher. Mm -hmm. So, like, he just passed Johnny Bench. John's talking about just passed Johnny Bench. Um, I think Johnny Bench had 45, he has, I think, 46 or 47 Mm -hmm. now. Good for him. It's just like. And no one's peop- talking about it. I mean, and yes, he, it sucks because he's in the AL, and so it's like you got Vladdy, who's on the cusp of a triple crown. You have Shohei, who's doing stuff that hasn't been seen since Babe Ruth, and you have Vlad or Salvador Perez, who has like arguably the best catcher season we've ever seen, and he's not in, even in the top three. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that they're sleeping on Salvador Perez a little bit. I think that he's on a small market team who and doesn't. Does he play for? The Kansas, Kansas City, City Royals. Royals. Good for them. Um, who, where Patrick Mahomes is a part owner of them. Um, but I think that it's because he's like on a small market team who's mm-hmm. not doing well. And it just sucks because it's like, dude, my man is going off right now. And you got Marcus Simeon who's like, don't get me wrong, Marcus Simeon's doing really well. Like he has like 41 home runs, which is like I think eighth in the league right now, oh, which is like amazing. Don't get me Blue wrong. These are like dark horse, dark horse, dark horse contenders. I think that they like I I said that last week when we you you asked what the like who's or my dark horse. I think that that's the case, but the problem is is I don't think that they have enough pitching. Like, I think that they have the the offense because one through nine, like, their offense is amazing. But if we're looking at pitching, I don't know whether they, can they have enough. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's going to come down to, like, a shootout. Like, if they actually want to contend, like, they're going to have to outscore them. And now they got Vladdy Jr. and Marcus Simeon and George Springer and Bo Bichette and, uh, like, all these other guys. Simeon uh, and Teo Oscar. Yeah, Teo Oscar Hernandez, like, all these guys are really good. But I do think that it sucks because, like, Salvador Perez, I do think that if he was in the NL or Vlad or Shohei, like, they would be locks for the NL MVP. But I tell you what, Bryce Harper's having a really good season right now. He's leading the league in slugging and OPS. Like, he – I mean – He's having, like, a quietly good season. It's kind of like Salvador Perez. Like, the Phillies are not having the best season of all time. Um, and so, he, he, I feel like the big – he's not one of the big names anymore. And so, like, you look at Vladimir Guerrero, the young upstart, or Shohei, who's doing, like, the young upstart as well. Like, Bryce Harper's – like, we haven't really talked about Mike or Bryce Harper since like 2015, 2016. And like, I know that he signed that big extension or that big contract with the Phillies, but he hasn't really actually like done a whole lot or been very is. successful since he left the the nationals in like 20. Well, he left the nationals in like 2018, they 2019 won the series right after he left. <laughs> and he said in his, uh, he said in his interview, he said, um, with the Phillies, he said, um, "Like I can't wait to bring a world championship series. or a World Series to Washington. Washington." And they're like, "Oh, that's your old team, there, Bryce." Um, it's okay. He had been there a long time. Whoops. Yeah, I for real. That. Hey, I'd love to win with the Panthers, sir. You're on the uh, on the Chiefs right now. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Is this the best single season we've ever seen by numerous players in the MLB? 
You're talking about all these players having like spectacular Probably game-breaking since seasons. Probably Cody Bellinger and Yelich. You got Shohei. Yeah. Triple Crown. Best. See, I actually think that they're better than that. Yeah. I th- no, I, I agree too. Like, I think that like this. The Cody Bellinger, Christian Yelich was like a toss-up, but that was stuff that had been seen before. Like, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., having the triple crown has only been done, like, I think in the history of the sport, like, five times. And, like, Shohei's doing stuff that, like, hasn't been since seen since Babe Ruth. Now, I actually think that Babe Ruth was a little bit more, like, in terms of just statistics, and I know that we can go on the long run of he didn't play against black people and all that kind of stuff, and I'm not going to go into that. But um, I think that, like, statistically, Babe Ruth was, like, a more dominant than Shohei mm-hmm. um, because he hit, like, 50, 60, 70 home runs in a season, and he could throw, like, 15 wins, 20 wins, 25 wins, whatever it is. But that's a good question. I The last one that I can think of – now, this is a hot take, but the NL MVP in, like, 1997 which, with Sammy Sosa and uh, Mark McGuire when they were, like, kind of that had that race for uh, the home run title and who was going to edge who out. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think this has been a good year. Um, I think that this is going to be – I feel like this is the first time in which I felt like the MLB, the next generation, is, like – taking us like we're we're in good hands like you had the mike trout and before that you had like the big poppies and the Derek jeters and all that kind of stuff um but now you got like fernando tatis who got in a fight with manny machado which that was wild did y'all see that Man- yeah yeah teammates they were like arguing with yeah they other. were arguing with one another uh, manny machado is like it's not effing about you like get your head in the game stuff like that um which- i hate manny machado I actually don't – like, I do too. I think he's a jerk. But I think that actually he's in the right here. Like, No, he is right. Fer- Fernando Tatis is going to have to realize, like, bro, I know that you're this big-name guy and, like, you're top three in NL MVP right now. But it's not about you. Like, and I think that part of it is, like, the pot – and I know that I'm talking for a long time. You're good. But you know the, more about baseball than us. I think that it's the Padres, like – everybody thought that the Padres were going to be like this World Series team. Like, they, the Dodgers and the Padres were going to be like the clear favorites. The same way in which the Giants and the Dodgers are like neck and neck, but like one and two best teams in the league. Like, that's how people thought that the Padres were going to be. And like the Padres right now, I don't think are like... like 10 games back, right? They are right now six and a half games back from the second wild card spot, which... To me, looks like it's unattainable. It looks like, I mean, L.A. has got the first one. There they clinched. And St. Louis, St. Louis is five games up. And then the Reds. Um, and then the Reds is five games back on that first wild card spot. The Phillies are five games back from that the wild card spot. And then the Padres are six and a half games back. So, um, And they're two and eight in the last ten games. So I think that it's one of those things where – People have not hit expectations. I mean, you look at the Padres last year. The Padres last year was a, were a dark horse candidate for winning the series. And then you add Blake Snell, you add Hugh Darvish um, to that rotation, which was already a very young and upstart rotation. Um, you got Lamont or Lemon or whatever his, his name is. Um, but, like, they were supposed to be it. And they haven't. Um, and I know Fernando has had a good year. But um, I I do think that the Padres still have – they still have all that talent locked down for a little while longer. So, I'm not counting them out yet. But I think, together. But I think that the biggest thing that it comes down to – and one thing that I've realized about baseball is that it's not all about power. Like, you got the Yankees of the world who have these – big like powerful lineups you got the Aaron Judges and the Gary Sanchez's and all this kind of stuff Joey Gallo Anthony Rizzo Giancarlo Stanton literally the most powerful lineup you can dream of but right now they are the second wild card spot and like and from what I hear like they lost to like the Orioles they they lost to the Orioles they looked rough at times like it's just one of those things where if you have no contact and you're all power like, you're probably not going to do super yeah, well. Your, your strikeout rates must be through the roof. 
Dude, I was talking to somebody they about this. They either hit bombs or they strike out 90% of the time. They Dude, have no, like, I was talking to somebody about this. Bro, Javier Baez sucks. Low-key? Like, no, like low-key, high-key, middle-key, whatever you want, key you want to put it in. But Keys to my car. Keys to my car, keys to my Honda, keys to my Honda. Um, but oh. it's just one of those things where, like, I think that Javi has not translated well to like being in the majors where there's so much off speed stuff. And so he has an idea of like what he's going to swing at even before the ball's been thrown. And so if you look at his at bats, he's like number, he's in the top five for strikeouts in the bottom five for walk rate. And so, yes, he has like elite power when he gets to gets the bat on the ball, but we're talking about a guy who like right now, I think only has like, 30 home runs, which 30 is amazing. Don't get me wrong. That's definitely better than your average just, Joe. He's always swinging for the fences. He's always swinging for the fences. And it's one of those things where it's like, bro, like if you Calm actually <laughs> like tried to get – like if you actually tried to walk, bro, you would be like MVP caliber. And I know he was MVP caliber two two seasons ago with the Cubs. The cover but of MLB it's the just, show. He was cover of MLB the show. But it's one of those things where it's like, bro – your ass needs to slow it down. And uh, I hate it for him because, like, two years ago, if he would have signed an extension, he would have got a lot of money. I heard something about – I don't mean to cut you off – about him going back to the Cubs after this year. I hope not. I actually don't want – I'm going to be honest with you, and this is a hot take. Other than Anthony Rizzo, I wouldn't want any of the guys we traded away back. Even Bryant? No. Yeah? No. Because I think the thing about – the thing is, is that, like, if they were free, sure, we'll take them back. But, like, Chris Bryant, he's an MVP. Javier Baez, he was top three in MVP voting. So, they're going to expect a lot Big of money, money. Whoever, whoever signs them. Do you think that if a player is on the front cover of their respective sport franchise, they argue that in their salary? Maybe. Probably not. Probably I mean, they're not. getting paid by the game more than they would their teams. I don't know, but I wonder if this guy was like, hey, I'm a good player. I was on the front of MLB The Show 22, and they're <laughs> like, shit, that is a good argument. <laughs> you got us there. You got me there, you know Brian. Sign your contract, whatever yeah. you want. Blank check. So we were talking about Aaron Rodgers a little while ago, mm. and I know that this wasn't the smoothest of transitions, okay. but um, I want y'all to know that I – Somewhat called it on the podcast. I didn't say it explicitly, but I told people not to overreact about Aaron Rodgers. Um, and I think that what we're seeing is like now. I don't know whether the Aaron Rodgers, the MVP Aaron Rodgers that we saw last season, like I don't know if that's going to be back just because he kept hitting Aaron Jones. Where it's like, okay, you can hit Aaron Jones. He helped me three, win $10 four times this week. Four times. All right, Aaron Jones. Four touchdowns. Relax. Bro. But it's just one of those things where it's like he hasn't thrown one to Devontae Adams yet. He hasn't thrown one to Valdez Scantley or Randall or Cobb. Any, Randall Cobb. <laughs> hey, but he threw a dot to Robert Tanyan, though. Hey, that thing was yeah, crisp. Yeah, triple coverage is that right thing over was his head. Crisp. Yeah, I had Tanyan in my fantasy league, one of them. Dude, I tell you what. That was I, a good I, game to watch. That was fun. Dude, you know who I love watching? TJ Hawkinson. Yes, he's good. But I love watching the Manning Bros. Bro, oh, the man dude yeah. Ma- Peyton and Eli Hilarious. are the next wave of like I think that if they wanted to, like they could get any job that they wanted. Especially Peyton because replace the Monday night crew the, with them. Colin Coward and, and, no. and Stephen A. Smith. And just let them talk about football no, for an hour. I Not think, an argument show. Just put them on TV and have them talk about football. Because I think that, like, Peyton knows so much about football that to the average fan... He'd be talking more than Tony Romo would. Yeah, like, to the average fan, he it would just be, like, so much. Like, yeah, like this it would be trip. so... He's like, you got a cover zero. You know how you get a cover zero. You got mic two... And then, like, H10, and then the mic, and then the, the C-gap. Yeah. The... And everybody who's just like, I hope my favorite player schools, they're going to be like, what the heck? Yeah. My favorite, what's Mike? My favorite thing would be is if, like... <laughs> who's Mike? <laughs> if they give Peyton Manning and Eli Manning the Monday night job, you would have teams listening to the broadcast. Yeah. Because they would go like, all right, 
This you see is, these guys? It's a cover three. Manning's like, this is usually a fake cover three scheme. It's a fake. Call the co- – get him on the field. It's yeah, Manning's you, correct. It's basically just watching tape for him. Well, I think that it's – I think that it's in the perfect role just because, number one, he doesn't have to be the legit play-by-play guy. And so that opens it up to interviews like you had Russell Wilson on there last week. That's then, the ring I wanted to wear, but I didn't get yeah. it. I was like, dang. You had Gronk on there this past week. Pat McAfee was on there. I so want like, Pat to be on it. So I bad. think – see, actually, so Pat McAfee is on WWE SmackDown. Um, he's oh, yeah. a he's a commentator. I'm weak. <laughs> and I think – no, because he, like, does everything. But I'm going to be honest with you. I think that, like, him talking sports is, like, his forte. Whereas, like, when you force him to, like – Be analytical. Everything – the reason why Pat's so good is that it's so free flowing, and like when you like what he did with the Titans at, at the NFL draft, where he like pretty much just buried them, but that was all off the cusp. I did not punt very often against. Yeah, the you don't know who the hell I am because I didn't punt very often against the Titans because we beat you every single time. Like that's when he's the most effective, but I think that like SmackDown a lot of people love him because he like brings enthusiasm to wrestling that not a people not a, a lot of people have, but it's just one of those things where I feel like it's kind of forced and it's not nearly as good as it was a little while ago. What did you? Did we forget record again? I'm laughing at something that I read. Oh, okay. Dude, I saw if, an if NFL we... tweet thing, but the first tweet I saw was, "If Meg the Stein got pregnant by an athlete with that ass and them sturdy knees, we might get a six-six Kyle Lowry." I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. So another question for you: um, What if you could take one person? I think I might have asked this already. I ask a lot of questions to a lot of people. If you could have one person switch sports, because you know Allen Iverson, a lot of people say that he was better at football than he was basketball. If you could have one person and you want to see them switch sports professionally, who would that one person be? Put Tyreek Hill on track and field. Tyreek Hill? That's a good one. That's what I would want to see. I want to see LeBron as a tight end. He's too soft. He get fucking rocked across the middle. I just said that word. He just get rocked across. Wade, the middle. get your boy. <laughs> he would get rocked across the middle of the field and be done. Be done. Sorry, I don't. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. I just. He's too I mean, soft. but you. I mean, you look at Jimmy Graham. Like Jimmy Graham isn't the. He's also got a lot more muscle. Jimmy Graham does. Then LeBron. Then LeBron. Yeah. He's got more of a football body. Okay, maybe. But like, dude, we're Where's talking LeBron about blocking, the, dude. LeBron's not blocking a deal, bro. Harmon. Bring him in, bring him in when we in the red zone. Just have throw it up and let him jump. Well, for yeah, because he got hops, yeah. Because hey, you throw it eight feet above, uh, <laughs> eight feet above him. LeBron's gonna somehow walk away with it and then dunk it on his head while he's coming down. Wasn't he offered a contract by the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah. It was it was during that lockout season. Yeah. I don't think that it was like a full like. I think it was like hey. It was kind of like a Tim Tebow like. Hey, if you want to, if you want to come out and like see if you can make the team, like that'd be cool. But I don't think that it was. I think he's athletic enough, but I don't think he'd be as good as we think. I would like to see DK Metcalf in the MMA. In MMA, yeah, the mixed martial arts would die. I want to see Aaron Aaron Donald in MMA. Yeah, but he, I think, would be better at boxing. Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald, yeah, because he's like that big year. In heavyweight category, I think DK Metcalf, if he really trained in like this like MMA or like boxing or something, I think you might kill someone. Aaron Donald trains with knives for his hands in the offseason. That's insane. Whoever boxes him is dying. (laughs) So I don't know whether you – it's like – it's pretty old now, but um, a barstool interview had DK Metcalf and Aaron Donald, and the the dude, the interviewer, I think his name's Big Cat, which is like, he, hey, I love Big Cat. Yeah, he was He's like, so funny. He he asked like, no, he asked Aaron Donald. He said, you think you can bench more than a DK? DK, and he, he like stuttered and was like, yeah, and <laughs> and the Big Cat was like, oh, there was a little bit of hesitation in that, um, and. I think it was either DK or Big Cat said, like, how much do you bent? And he said five. And DK was and like, DK five. Was like five. Five hundred. And then he was like, 
Uh, I might need to change my answer from before because he thought that he could bench more than Aaron Donald. Because two fifty, I think it's I think it's like three fifty. Which three fifty is still a lot of weight. <laughs> that's if he's that's three for me. With ease, there's no wonder he's throwing like NFL lineman like with ease. Bro, I know that you hate Baker, but did you see Baker just like punch a dude and like throw him to the ground with one hand because his shoulder was messed did up? Did you also see? Yeah, did you see his shoulder get messed up? Where no, actually, went? I did not see that. He got. Bro, he threw a pick. wasn't his fault. His receiver stopped running. Threw a pick, went to tackle the guy, and the guy, like, did, like, a dead leg, and Baker didn't fall for it, and the guy just ran through him, and his shoulder, like, he went, got a helicopter. Yikes. And he dislocated his shoulder, and they put it back in. So, kudos to Baker for playing. Hey, you're just like, ah! <laughs> you hear on the mic, it's just like, let's listen to QB. I, 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 ah! hate, I hate injuries. I, All right. I, so. That's a big story for week two. So that's kind of segueing us into supposed to be coming back. So before we get to week three, what is kind of one of your biggest surprises? One of your big takeaways? One of your big disappointments? We beat from week two. We beat the tar out of the Saints. I don't know how. I was there for that game, bro. Hey, that defense looked pretty good. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know. Listen, listen. (laughs) I don't know what happened. Maybe maybe uh, your defense is good. No. Um, maybe Jameis was having. I I want to give credit to my defense. You but, you went against the Saints by like twenty points, but then you lose to the Texans this week by yeah. like. We're playing 40. tonight. Yes, tonight. We are the Thursday night All right, game. Well, let me let me go ahead and do it. Let me go ahead and do it. So don't forget, I'm taking the Panthers in in this game tonight. Lock of the week as my lock of the week. Somebody remind their, me when we get back. What is their? Uh, I think it's like three he's just or five. Let's, Tyrod's not playing. Tyrod's on IR. Yeah, it's like a oh, it's like a rookie. Yeah. So right like, now it is like Brandon Willis. Who? Okay. Maybe I have to re- rethink this. Is it like a lot? It's eight. Is no. It no. No. I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna I, go. I think I'm gonna have to go the Panthers as well because oh, I can't do that. No, I think the Panthers. Sorry. Well, Here, I think they're up. gonna start three and zero. They're gonna have a good season. Here you you take it you. No, 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 I'll you, had, you I'm two and zero, so I get I get the last of the picks. I'm zero and two. Oh, so in case anybody's wondering, uh, pick both Avery and Connor lost lock of the week this week ah! by half a point. Um, I think Avery, you had the, uh, had the Rams, Rams over the Colts three and a by half. three and a half, and they only won by three. And uh, the Connor had the Bengals, the Bengals covering two and a half over the or to the Bears. They lost by yeah. three. And they lost by three. I, I'm actually am going to take the Panthers because a lot of these matchups this week are like really a lot like. You want to get just do it now? Yeah, we can do the lock of the week. But I'm going to take. I, I will take the Panthers. That's probably a a good move. But the Panthers are ah. good. The yeah, Baker just getting hit. What did he say? Ah. Anyone who listens is going to hate us. For yeah, they don't understand what's going on. Um. You can do the Buccaneers 1.5 over the Rams. AB's out. I cannot use. He's hurt. COVID. I he cannot COVID? use Texans and I cannot use 49ers. He's in the COVID what, protocol. I was going to say, they got like 20 receivers, so yeah, they're okay. They'll be fine. This is going to be a hot take here. I'm going to have the Vikings cover the plus one and a half point spread over the Seahawks. I think the Vikings will not far, fall to 0 and 3. Let me see. So, your 49ers. 2-0. What on earth is going on with your running back core and Brandon Ayuk? my lock, huh? I don't know what Brandon Ayuk is doing, but our running back core is concerning. It's hurt. Do y'all want to know mine? Oh, well, we thought we we were killing time until you were ready for it. I'm just going to take the Steelers three points over the Bengals. I was thinking that as well. I was thinking that one as well. But two... One half of the groin gang is joining the team back this week. The the groin gang? Four guys had groin injuries on our defense. TJ, Joe Hayden, Devin Bush, and Alex Highsmith. Rip. Half our team got hurt. Literally. That's why we lost. If, like, the defense, like, went to go do, like, a bowling event or something to, like, pow around. And, and they like, ripped their groins? Something happens with, like, consecutive four people injure themselves in a bowling accident. That, that game pissed me off so much. We had we were. Da- I'm just gonna go on a tangent. 
we were down six people on defense, like keys, key starters, and then keys, keys, and then one keys, of their backups, keys. one of the backups on D line fractured his leg, but then his backup got hurt in preseason, so we had like a rookie who was a practice squad rookie playing. We Do got no think- pressure the rest of the game once TJ got hurt, so Derek Carr was able to just dice us up, and then our O line's young, and Ben's getting. Absolutely rocked at 39 years old. Right. Heard his peck. I got a good question for us. Oh, okay. I had a question real fast. Screw Do me. they just have like revert, re- reserve people on the bus? Oh, my God. Grab a jersey, Leroy. You're playing. But I'm a Leroy. wide receiver. You're going up against Aaron Donald. The line's hurt. I'm just saying. It was a winnable game even with all the injuries, and Mike Tomlin screwed it. Dang. Right. I've probably asked Donald. this before, too, and I'm having a hard time remembering what I've asked and not asked on this show. Um, okay. But – you are a you are a genie, or a genie? you get a genie, all right. And in your genie is the sports genie, and you get one wish instead of three because we're broke. It's not a good it's not a good sports one. genie. Well, three wishes for all of us combined, so yes. one, one each. You get one person that you want to see fully healthy for their whole career. It could be. Somebody who's been injury plagued, it could be whatever it is. You would want to see. Modern. So, like, it could be modern. It could be, like, back in the day. I'm mainly thinking back in the day, personally. But I, I'll i start us off. I've said this on the show before. Derek Rose. That's a good one. Bo Jackson. Oh, yeah. I think Bo Jackson, if he didn't get hurt, I think would have been the most dominant running back ever. Um, the only one that could have touched him is – Barry Sanders. I think Barry Sanders also would have been a good one. And I know that he didn't get hurt, but like just see seeing him like play out a full fifteen year career instead of nine or ten would have been wild because he's like number two or number three as is right now. Um and he's like two thousand yards behind Emmett Smith, who like Mm. played in the league for like eighty seven years. All right, Connor. Do you have do you have an idea of who you would like to see play their entire career injury free? I got mine. I would probably have to say a homer pick and say Luke Keekley. He suffered a lot of concussions. That would no, be a good, that's one. A good and one. I think that's that, a good one. And I think that like you know, I will probably still never get over the fact when I was like, "Hey, Luke Keekley put out a video for the Panthers," and it's like that meme of like the guy's face just dejected, and it's like I can't play with the same intensity anymore. Like you know, and I'm like. He was in Bro. a dark room. I was like, oh, no. He's going to retire. And it, I think he would have been very interesting um, on the defensive end. I think – I mean, without the con- – he doesn't really ever, like, get, like, majorly hurt. But the concussions, I think, really yeah. is too much for him. He would have been I mean, seriously hurt. I can't imagine what it's like getting, like, four con- – like, because that was right before, like – and it was like four concussions in like two or three years. Yeah, like yeah. he's like. Well, I remember from he the got. And... I remember he got hit and he was like crying, like on the field. Yeah, because like, he couldn't know. We didn't know what was going on. Yeah, like he, his tough. concussions got messed up. So CT, I think. Rest in peace. That's not real, as the NFL says. I was gonna say Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, but Derrick Rose is the original one that I thought. Of. That's why this, I created the question. I'm gonna say this out of pure selfish reasons. Drew Bledsoe. So Tom Brady never got the freaking light of day. Don't dang. Care. That's actually that's a that's a good that's a good wouldn't a terrorize. That's such a like a uh, Tom Brady hater answer. No, I appreciate his greatness, but I still hate him. Like I'm so, not taking anything so away from Drew him. Drew Bledsoe hypothetically, Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt. I think he has two years left on his deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Do we think that he'll resign? I mean, he was a good quarterback. But Tom Brady. But he just, was an aging quarterback. I, I, it would have delayed some of it. I think that it would have <laughs> delayed it for sure. My question is, would we have ever seen Tom Brady in the light? This is of just day? a pure Steelers I fan do perspective. Not think Drew Bledsoe could have led the Patriots past the greatest show. I, mean, they, I agree. I mean, but even would, made it. But there. would I mean, Tom Brady cheated. have they ever been anyways. a chance? Would Tom Brady have ever gave, given him a chance? Yeah. Also, I've said this before, but without Tom, can we finally admit that without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick is just your a good coach? I wouldn't say that just yet. I wouldn't say that he's average, but I don't think that he's good without Tom, bro. I would have to give it since Tom left. He's fourteen and fourteen at home. Yes, but he also had a COVID rack season with a lot of the defense not there. 
and he had an instability with quarterbacks. If Give it this you, year. If you're a good coach, you find a way. But Andy, why, did, why did the San Francisco 49ers explode? If Kyle Shanahan's so great, he should have let his team okay, first of all, pass all those We injuries. went 6-10, and 10 and we had no one. So that but should Kyle Shanahan's supposed to be a really good coach. Also, I'm not saying he is a really good coach. I didn't say that he was a great coach. Didn't say that he's top three, top two. Do you like Trey Lance from what you've seen? I have, We haven't seen much. Like, he threw a touchdown. That's it. Hey, it's more than what I've ever done in the NFL. Uh, Trevor Lawrence sucks him. Like, Trevor Lawrence looks rough. Because he plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He also plays for Urban Myers, who I don't think is a very good coach. I will put this in the sand. I will put this in contract right now. I do not think Urban Myers making it past two years. I I could agree with that. Urban Meyer, like, the problem is, is, like, who was that dude who played for the coach for Atlanta who, like, took the college job? Dan Quinn? No, it Dan wasn't Quinn's Dan Quinn. It was like some other guy like showed Cowboys. up like with the intention of working with like Michael Vick. The he, white hair? Yeah, he like coached Lamar I know Jackson. Talking about. Yeah, he got like in a car accident. He was like, oh, there was a woman with me. He's like, I know oh, you're talking about he had white hair. Yeah, he he coached old, the Falcons for a while. Like a, like not even a year. Oh, then I don't know. I'll have to look him up. I forget his name. But uh, I think Urban Meyer is going to quit. Like I don't think he's – I think he's running it as like a college system, and that's not going to work. Hell yeah. So we never finished – so we never finished what we were talking about. So major takeaways from week two. I talked about how Aaron Rodgers is not dead. Um, I, bro, it is wild though. Did you see Aaron Jones? He scored four touchdowns, but he lost his. He lost like the, his father's the necklace. Chain. Bobby Petrino was his name. That was, the the coach. That was the coach. That was the coach. Don't know those. I would have never known. No, definitely not. Um, but yeah, he lost like the necklace that had his father's ashes in the end zone, and the guy, st- one of the trainers, stayed up to like one forty-five in the morning and found it. Like, bro, this man is just wild. He Ooh. is a wild man. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Jones lost his dad's ashes or the necklace that had his dad's ashes in the end zone the other day, and. Ha- a guy stayed up. One of the trainers trainers stayed till like one forty five looking, looking for it, it and finally found it That's in the good. end zone. Yeah, and then dude, the, how did it take? How long did it take him to? I mean, that doesn't. I mean, I guess from it's the end of the game to one a.m. Yeah, <laughs> Vanessa had Aaron Jones on her fantasy team, and she was saying her team sucked, but unfortunately, she was going against Pat, who had Derrick Henry yeah. and like every other guy who went off. Yeah. Yeah, like literally. Pat she, went. Yeah, Pat. Like if he if he didn't had have, like 170 points. If he no, he had 196, and she had 187. Dang. Ah. And that's normal fantasy scoring. And like, if he didn't have T.J. Hawkinson, she would have beat him. Can we talk? Can we talk about how the Bills bent over the Dolphins and made them their bitch? Well, Tua got hurt. Like well, we said it last week. Whoever they played next was going to get destroyed after that embarrassing loss. Yes, you beat the Bills. And then we lost. No, I'm not talking about my team. I'm just saying in general. Like, they were supposed to. I don't to remember us discussing this. I don't remember. We said that. I said, I said whoever they play next week is going to get destroyed. Well, I don't remember this. Maybe I didn't say it on record, but I said it sometime. Ooh, we could have chosen Miami. I don't even know if Tua's going to start. And if Tua's not starting. Yeah, that that would be rough. Ooh, it's starting for the Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, he's not. Ooh, he's, boy. He's, he's not bad. Hey, yeah, I actually don't think Jacoby Brissett's bad. The Raiders are only four point favorites over the Dolphins. Mm. It's because it's that still the Raiders. Is that actually is uh, enticing? Can I? Who change? do I have? Vikings. Vikings covering one and a half versus the Seahawks. Yeah, change. Yeah, change mine. They got Tyler Lockett, who's going off for a million yards a game. Change mine. I'll change it after we're done. Okay, cool. Sounds good. We're not going to remember. No, for sure not. No, I will. Um, So, do y'all have any other... So, I gave my kind of two takeaways, some kind of big headlines that we saw. Disappointments? Yeah. My team. I think the Cowboys (laughs) are looking good. Lost Lost nine. Lost by nine to the Raiders. Yeah, was, that you that you did go on record of saying that y'all do struggle against the Raiders. I I said we were gonna lose. I knew we were gonna lose. It's a it was it's always a winnable game, and we lose against the Raiders. I think the Cowboys look good. 
I think mm, that the they Cowboys okay. looked good, or they looked okay, but Dak did not look nearly as good as he did in week one. Um, I think he had like 230, 250 yeah, yards, had an interception. for a lot and was really no, good. Taller, Tony Pollard. Pollard Tony Pollard no, ran for a he lot. He had 105, and Zeke had like 96. Is Zeke going to I mean, get replaced? Cowboys fans have been saying they like Pollard better than him for like a year or two now. Well, drama. Trade him, bro. Get some bro, defense. I'm sure that you would. I'm sure that you could find somebody who trade would him want, to the Bills. I'm sure that you could get that a first round would pick. Be, that would be. I'm wild. sure you could get a first round pick for Zeke Elliott. I don't think you get a a later first, not a. Early I first. do agree with you on the later first, yes. like like twenty. But Bills, but Bill, no, no not like that. Like, like, like a, Bills, like twenty five pick. Oh yeah, projected like. In the back half of the first round. How do you feel about the Niners win over the Eagles? Ugly, as usual. But, I mean, we're 2-0. and um, Hell yeah. We got three. But oh, we got, not to flex on Avery here, but uh, Jacob and us, 2-0. and Yeah, I, I thought about that well, too. You're pretenders. You're contenders. And your team and you're, sucks. And you're nothing. <laughs> we're 1-1. Heard, um, no, but I think that it's just one of those things where like it was ugly wins, but we got the job done. But the thing that I'm concerned about is I think there's like five or six uh, teams that are still two and zero, and out of those six, three of them are from the NFC West because I think the Cardinals and the Rams are still two and zero. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are my. You're all two and zero. Jeez, Seahawks aren't two and zero. They lost. I think. Because I I remember making a they note. They lost to their team they played this week. Kyler Murray is light. Kyler Murray might win MVP this year. He's, he's a who favorite said that. right now. And Jacob did say that. Oh, I know. The Titans beat the Seahawks in overtime, 33-30. Yeah. Derrick oh, yeah. Henry said, yes. I he got four this. four touchdowns. Uh, I don't know. Out of the six undefeated teams, who's, who do you think are pretenders? How, who do you think? Broncos. I think Panthers. the Panthers and Broncos are pretenders, and it's not me being spiteful. I just, I don't think that the pan. I think the Panthers dog. will have a decent season, probably maybe even dog. get a wild card spot, but they're not like dog gonna we, win the division. The Saints' win was impressive, but we also don't know who the Saints are yet. Also, I don't think Sam, the Saints know who the Saints yeah. are yet. But they got crab legs though. You beat but, the Jets, but and the, you're probably going to beat the Texans. The thing about the Saints game was is that they couldn't sustain, like they couldn't sustain a single drive. The Panthers so, or the Saints. The Saints, and so the thing was like the de- the defensive line for the Saints or the defense as a whole was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I think at halftime, like, or I think it was either after no, it was after the first quarter. I need some core core it, zone. It was like twelve minutes of control time to three minutes. Mm-hmm. Like it was literally com- disproportionate. Do you yeah. contribute that to the Panthers playing well or the Saints sucking? Both. I think that it was. You were yes. There. I I think that it was. I think that it was both. But I personally think it was the Saints sucking rather than the well, Panthers. Guess doing who well. has Michael Thomas on his bench? Hopefully, he comes back and scores me a lot of points. Maybe he can run something other than slants. Now he's got a quarterback he's with an arm. He's not a slant-only guy. I mean, he still shouldn't have won the uh, freaking offensive player I of the year. I think the McCaffrey. Panthers' defense is great for now. They have an insane pass rush and good young DBs. But I think their offense still – Did you say an insane pass rush? Bro, they got Brian Burns, the guy Ooh. from Auburn. Derek Brown, okay. Yeah, but at the same – Bro, scene- he's like a – He's in, he's like a top ten DL right now. No, look the at the Panthers, stats. The Panthers, listen, out of the y'all, he, they have a good, not an insane. I'm not saying insane. I mean, they lead the league in pressure, sacks, turnovers after and two like games. Free. It's still two games. Yeah, it was the Jets, but still, I'm giving them their the kudos. Jets who threw four interceptions this week, but not against the Panthers. That says more about you. <laughs> you should make them throw more. Hey, what did I do? I don't here? know. I think they have a good defense. I think their defense I think is obviously carrying them. Their defense is definitely up. It's definitely very young. It's very up and coming. But I don't think that it's like dead set that like they're like if we're talking about pretenders versus contenders. I think that offense is the real deal. But the Panthers' defense, I think, is like content or pretenders. 
But the 40 go back to what you were talking about. The 49ers win. I'm I'm excited about it. We beat the Eagles. Who do you play this week? Uh we play the Packers. Do we really? Yes. Yikes. We're going to see who who you really are. We're going to see who uh who our running back is. Elijah um, Mitchell's questionable. Debo Samuel has 282 He's yards. like second in receiving yards right now, right? So that leads us And I drafted Brandon Ayuk expecting that to be him. I had, I got Debo Samuel on my bench. Now I'm going to start him. He's going to get three catches for like 12 yards. And then Kittle's going to go off or something. So that leads us to the next thing that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about. George Kittle is a good player. And mm-hmm. that is the the idea that I introduced last week, that you have to name the top five of each category. So the top five quarter or in passing yards. So you got to give – It's Derek Carr. Derek Carr's number one with 817. Kyler, that is insane. Kyler Murray's four. Kyler Murray is two with 689. Uh, I know Tom Brady's five. Tom Brady is number five with 655. Um, so you have one, two, and five right now. Isn't Kirk Cousins like fourth? Kirk Cousins is in the top ten but not – Kyler four. Murray. He's, Kyler he's Murray, he sets two. Oh. Both these guys are big, big. Oh, guys Mahomes is four or three. Mahomes is three with six eighty. I'm gonna let you ride this. Is Lamar one three? No, the other person hey, is the, in the Ravens. Did Mahomes beat the Chiefs. division is what Mahomes? Is in the, yes, in Mahomes' division. Oh, Herbert. Herbert, Herbert. is four with yeah. six seventy five. Hey, Lamar Jackson did lead his team over the Chiefs in a win. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was wild. That was, they finally beat them. Good for them. All right. So, run, rushing yards. I will tell you. I will tell you who this is. Um, not who it is, but the numbers. Number one has 240. Number two has 196. Number three has 192. Or, I'm sorry, 193. Number four is 192. And then number five is 178. Lamar Jackson's three. N- Lamar Jackson is three with 193. <laughs> He's a running back. The imposter among us. I'm going to um, leave because I made an old joke. Damian Harris is in there. Damian Harris is not in there. No. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is one with 240. He had 186 yards the last game. Yeah. Isn't C-Mac somewhere? C-Mac is number six mm. with 170. Dalvin? Dalvin is number four with 192. So you have one, three, and four. You need two and five. Aaron Jones isn't there. Got a lot of touchdowns, but he didn't run a lot. It's not Nick Chubb, would it? Yeah. Nick Chubb is five with 178. So what do we have You're one? missing number two. Uh, running backs, it's probably one of the Atlanta running backs. Do you want it, the division? Yeah. It is your division. Oh, it's Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is number two That's with true. 196. All right, receiving. This is going to be the last one. DeAndre. Oh, Oh, hold on. I want to guess on. these. I want to guess on. these. We might have a problem. Oh, no, we're good. All right. Um, so, we are doing receiving yards. Let me go first here. You got Tyler it. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is two with 278. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is four with 211. DeAndre Hopkins. And Diop is not on here. Right. <laughs> Randall Moore is on, and not on here, but he's in the top ten. You go. I got two. Mm. Isn't Cooper Cup on her? Cooper Cup is three with two seventy one. So we got two. Mike Evans. No, we got two, three, and four. Uh, you need only one and five because you got Tyler Lockett is two with two seventy eight. Cooper Cup who's three with two seventy one. Tyreek Hill who's four with two eleven, and you're missing number five who has two hundred and ten, and number one who has two eighty two. Debo Samuel. I was kind of. Wa- I was wondering when you would listen to me. Yeah. Um, Debo Samuel. Yep, number is one. number one with two eighty two. Um, you're missing number five. Is it a tight end? No. Is is it a tight end? Yeah. No. Division. Uh, AFC South. Is this 
Zach Pascal? No. Good guess, though. Is it Michael Pittman? T.J. No. Hawkins. Wrong, wrong team. He's in the NFC He's North. He's in the NFC oh, North. Just name him names now. Um, Julio? No. No. Is it a Jaguar? No. So it's a Texan? It's Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks has 210 yards. Can we talk about the travesty that is Tyrod Taylor's, Tyrod Taylor's career? Medical history. What <laughs> happened to him this week? It's like a, it's a little hamstring. Yeah, something happened to him. Rest in peace. At least his lung didn't get punctured this time. Facts. <laughs> and at least, this, at least this rookie's not Justin Herbert. Yeah, hopefully he comes back Dude. after Blake David Mills or Dude, whatever. He had his is. job taken by like Josh Allen, then Baker Mayfield, then Herbert, and now it might be this guy. <laughs> that is wild. All right, give us your give us your quarterbacks. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. This one's going to be easy for you boys. Well, we, you only got like two or three left. Because we did – who did we do? Did um, the AFC North. The, if we've done the AFC North. We've done the AFC West. We've done the NFC West. We've done the NFC South. We've done the AFC South. I don't think that we've done the AFC East or the NFC East. Why is there a slash with quarterback three? Because they split the season. Ah. Yeah. So. Is it? Okay. So quarterback one is 4,084 yards, 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 68.4 QBR, 112 rushing yards, zero touchdowns. QB two has 4,299 passing yards, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. I know you know who it is. Don't say it. QBR 84.4. Do it now. Do it live. You you could say who QB2 is in if you know. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Rush yards 149. Rush TDs 3. That dude had 51 touchdowns on his own last year. Quarterback 3 is split into 2 because they pretty much split the season. So quarterback, well, quarterback 3A, 1,852 yards, 10 passing touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 43.3 QBR, 1 rush yard, 1 rush touchdown. Good. One yard, baby. <laughs> and that's the one, the one that he tore his ACL on. Yeah. Hey, but guess what? He scored that touchdown with it. QB Fair. 3B, 2,055 pass baby. yards, 16 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 61.3 QBR, 195 rush yards, 1 touchdown. QB 4, 4,265 yards, 35 passing touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 63.2 QBR, 156 rushing yards, one touchdown. All right. So, let's do QB. We got QB2 is Aaron Rodgers. QB3, which one is 3A and which one is 3B? Because we know which team this is, right? Uh, The Bears. Correct. Now, which one is 1A and which one's 1B? Or 3A and 3B? This is going the. I'm going the 1B is Mitch. 1A is Nick. Yep. Is that correct? No, yeah, that's right. Nick falls towards ACL, right? So no, he when I said like, my his shoulder got like destroyed. So when I said that the the one yard was when he tore his ACL, for some reason I thought we were talking about the AFC North, and I thought it was Joe Burrow. No, no. So we've already done the AFC North. I know, but when you were saying when you were like, saying what? it, I was like, who like who replaced Joe Burrow for the Bengals? And I'm like. And right when you finish, I was like, wait, we've already done this. We're doing the NFC, NFC North. I don't think Nick Foles – Nick Foles, the year before he was on the Bears, got his shoulder wrecked against a team. And then he went to the Bears. Nick Foles – He really, just got benched. Nick Foles really got paid like $20 million by the Jacksonville Jaguars to play like two games. Yeah. So, between QB1 and QB4, which one's it's staff? Kirk and Matt yeah. – It's Kirk and Matt, Matt ES. I'm yeah. going uh, one is Kirk. For is that the four? The one on the bottom right? Yeah. Bo- bottom right. For us seeing. I'm going that as Matthew Stafford. For four? I actually have the, I actually have the same. It's not. It's switch. Yeah. Kirk is QB four and QB one Stafford. That makes sense. Kirk probably had more stats, but Matthew Stafford probably had less interceptions. Yeah. Stafford. I mean, if you look at Kirk's stats, he had a pretty good year. Yeah, but he also had Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson had a phenomenal year. And know where they got him? Nowhere. 
So, I got a question for y'all since we're talking about the NFC North. How do y'all feel about the Monday night game? I know we were talking about Aaron Rodgers earlier. But how do you feel about the Lions and how they are with being a young team and how they look? Dude, I heard that they've been – I think they do look promising. I mean, they're they're the only team in the league who's perfect in the red zone. They're five for five in the red zone. Now – Getting to the red zone, still up in the air. But when they get to the red zone, they convert. Um, and I think that, like, let's be honest, I still don't think Jared Goff is your quarterback of the future. But it could be a bear situation where, like, Jared Goff is the one who's holding them back, but everybody else is nice as nice as hell. Well, Jared, Jared looked fine. I think. I remember watching the who'd they play? The Packers. I remember watching oh, yeah. the uh, San Francisco game where I was like, man, they're about to get creamed. And I was like, why do the Lions have 33 points? Cream. Bro, um, TJ Hawkinson? Nice. Good tight end draft pick for fantasy. I'm glad I got him. I got Kyle Pitts. I'm still hoping that develops. Dude, that's the thing about Kyle Pitts is that you're going to have to give him time. Because, like, Kyle Pitts, you don't if, just go from, if, like – if I'm sorry, I want to say this really fast. If my team – right now was really a sleeper like keeper league i'm keeping kyle pitts i think for my young talent i think i gotta select him dude i tell you what auction leagues are tough auction yeah so instead of like snake draft we do an auction league where you get 200 oh you get to like buy your players but yeah and like it's it makes things a whole lot more difficult because you do get to choose like if you are ready to put in the money you can get whoever you want. Give me $200 on Greg the Leg. Dude, so like, but the problem is, is that you only get 200 bucks. So like C-Mac goes for like 70 bucks. Mm. And you have mm. to fill out a full team with that rest of the 130 bucks or whatever it is. That's tough. That's like being a real GM. Yeah, it is. And you have to get to the point where it like, I get to the point where I'm like, all right, at $25 for Brandon Cooks. I'm like, I'm going to cap it. And then somebody goes to 26, and I'm like, all right, that's it. And then they get it for 26, and I'm so pissed off. But my team is terrible. My team – so I want you to just hear my team. I'm 0-2. And this mm. is – it's annoying because I'm usually pretty good in this league, but I am not this year. So here's my team. And it's not the worst team in the world, but it's definitely not good. So we got Matthew Stafford, quarterback. Alvin Kamara, Chase Edmonds, Stefan Diggs and D Hop. Great. Good job. All your money. Yep. <laughs> well, actually, so this is a keeper league. Mm. And last year I got uh Stefan Diggs for eleven bucks. Mm. And so I was able to keep him for eleven bucks this year. Mm. Um That's a good deal. D Hop I got for like forty something. Alvin Kamara, I he was another one of my keepers. I got him for like 45. You said your team sucks. I have no depth. So, I have Chase Edmonds as my RB2. I have Mark Andrews, which is fine. In flex, I have Robbie Anderson. The Rams defense, Young Hoku, Clay, uh, Chase Claypool, Mike, Mike Davis, Michael Pittman Jr., Baker Mayfield, Mike Gusecki, the Colts defense, and A.J. Dillon. So, to put into perspective... Other than AJ Dillon, your team sounds fine to me. Yeah, but against everyone else. So, here's a perspective from mine. I am in five leagues, not Jacob's 12. God help him. Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, concerning his team. I am 2-0 in my first league with the school. I am 2-0 in Jacob's league. I am 2-0 in Jacob's league again. The other league he invited me to. And I am 1-1 in... The Shady Shadows, the league we're all in. For money. I am 0-2 and two in the one league I actually care about. He got a – I don't know whether he's told you this, but he got a video from Hugh Jackson saying that he sucked at fantasy. They did one of those, like – They got a, They paid for a they, cameo? They, they paid for a cameo so they just paid to tell for, Connor they paid that he for, No, they paid for a cameo to set our draft order. I hate drafting eighth. I, I suck every year I've drafted, like, later in the draft. Which is like three out of the five years. And I suck. I've came in last twice and whatever. But they paid Hugh Jackson to give an order. And he said, I guess they said explain some stuff about you. And they had to say, Connor has lost twice. Which is a true statement. I understand he goes like, wow, Connor, like step it up. I'll let you draft fifth. 
But we got some other guy who dressed up as Mario. And the one Mario fact they gave was, I like Bowser. So he was like, F that guy who likes Bowser. You pick eighth. And I was like, this guy sucks. Damn, you got clowned by a guy who went 0-16. Like, literally twice. You got clowned by a guy who likes Mario. Even worse. Touch, uh, touch my grass. Team, my team is like, <laughs> I scored more points in a 14-man league with a standard operating format than I did in the eight-man league with one quarterback, one running back, three running back wide receiver slots, one dedicated wide receiver slot, one tight end slot, one flex, one super flex with an extra quarterback, one defense and a kicker. That's nearly one and a half more people now I have on my get... team. If you say Michael Pittman Jr., I'll slap the crap out of you. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Uh, Derek Carr. He's usually still on people's waivers. He is, but I picked. I have Justin Herbert, and I have Daniel Jones right now because yeah. Derek Carr might be hurt. He might not play. No, he's healthy. No, Fantasy just told Carter. me he's healthy. Drop Derek Daniel Carter. Jones. Yeah. Not Danny Dimes. All right. Well, well you intro us out, Avery. I want to hear it. Well, that was it. <laughs> oh, oh you kidding. cannot. All right, boys. I hit record this time. Derek let's, Carr has been picked up. Let's hope hey. let's hope y'all go three and oh. Let's hope the groin gang is back. Let's hope you win in that league that you're having the worst luck in. I'm zero and two in the in um, your in your league. Fuck Hugh Jackson. You've the f bomb twice I'm, on I'm, this podcast. Uh, you know what? I'm feeling lit today. My Derek dad's been Carr in the hospital. He can't hear this. <laughs> he got picked up for twenty eight dollars. Mm-hmm. I thought I was letting us out. This is church. Wait, are we still recording? We are. Well, guys, we greatly appreciate you. What? Uh, y'all have a good rest of your I day. I thought I was sending I us off. Cousins instead. All right. Fuck Connor's team. Y'all <laughs> have a good week. <laughs>